Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Gets on Nerds is teaming up with Positive Grid to give one lucky listener their very own Spark Smart Amplifier. Visit positivegrid.com forward slash guitar nerds. It's super simple and you could be the owner of one of the most fun and feature-packed amps I've ever played. Spark is a comprehensive solution for home jamming, learning and recording for electric, acoustic or bass. You can play and practice with millions of songs and access to over 10,000 tones. Powered by Positive Grid's Bias Tone Engine. Spark features a smart and intuitive range of rotary controls on the amp itself, but really comes to life when used alongside its companion app for iOS or Android. It's so well laid out. Straight out of the box, I was able to tailor my tone with a bunch of amp models and a comprehensive range of effects. There's no learning curve here or complex interface, just tons of tones straight off the bat. I love the Smart Jam feature. Play a looping riff on Spark and the amp and accompanying app work together to learn your riffs, then generate authentic bass and drums to accompany you. Perfect for making just jamming around more interesting and fun. Auto Chords is another banger. Import your music from YouTube, Spotify and Apple Music and the Spark app will auto display its guitar chords in real time as you play. Easy controls let you slow down the song's tempo or loop difficult sections as you master playing it. On top of all of this, you can use the Spark as an interface. USB directly into your computer and access all the Spark tones, amp models and effects for recording. All of this for only $299 US dollars. Visit positivegrid.com forward slash guitar nerds, enter to win a spark and check out all its incredible features. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds podcast, the 69,420th most popular podcast on the internet. Hi-oh. That's right, I have the numbers <laughs> to back it up. Joe Branton, oh, Joe Branton has decided that he uh, liked not being on the podcast so much that he has actually taken another week off, which means that once again... The children have taken over the daycare, and as the tallest of the children and the only one with an economics degree, I have taken control and will be redistributing the wealth as I see fit. I'm your host, Jay Cross, joined this week by JD Short. Hello. Naomi McLeod. Hi. And Matthew K. Nightingale. Oh, right. <laughs> How is everybody? Good bank holiday weekend? Oh, yeah, it was bank holiday weekend. Yeah, it was bank holiday about 19 hours ago, Matthew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
They always seem to go so fast. Yeah, I was reminded of a very sad fact uh, right at the end of the bank holiday yesterday, and that is that the next bank holiday is Christmas. Oh, so um, it's just we've just got like you know three, four more months of just utter misery, and why, then, uh, why and then it just starts all over again. You know, why did I move to the UK with so many more bank holidays in Ireland? Do you? How many more? Yeah, have you got? like at least two, if not three, oh, more man. bank holidays. Here. I think I think they I think they're transferable, aren't they? You should just you should put that request in to your transfer uh, them internationally. Yeah, just, just, just put I'll, that request in and a, just see I'll, what happens. I'll send an email. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know in the next step how how that went. Good, um, think, but yeah, seriously, everybody, anybody do anything good? No, oh, great. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I'm glad we're all on the same page. I was, I was going to say, you really know you're getting older when a little bit like you said, Matt, you get to the end and you're just like, get to the end of the bank holiday and you're just like, ah, that's how every weekend should be. Yeah, or yeah you, the, like the you, three-day you, weekend. Or you begin to feel ever so rested and then the following four days are just spent as a as a slightly crammed work week and the whole yeah. the whole yeah. structure sort of falls apart by the following Friday and you just limp yeah. into the next weekend and it's all sorry, that's that's a very negative view on bank holidays. No, I, no, I, no, I, no, I did have a really nice one to be clear. Good. <laughs> I, I think we should move to a four day week, working week. There's quite a few pedal oh, companies yeah. in America mm. that do the old uh eight till what is it, eight till six Monday to Thursday? Yeah, okay. literally was going to say Keeley Pedals are a company who do that in the States. And I think Kaiser Capos do as well. Okay. And, um, both, yeah, yeah, both companies certainly had a slightly nicer sounding working week, which I sort of um, gathered from previous communications with them in old jobs. And they all just seemed so happy. You know, they all, they all had this lovely, this lovely vibe about them. Yeah, I uh, working with lots of people across Europe. Uh, I think it's Scandinavia seemed to have it best. Uh, mm. One because I think for every year that you work, you get like an additional like days holiday or something. And mm-hmm. one guy I work with has been with the company for twenty five years, and he gets something like eight weeks holiday. A year. Yeah. Wow, how about that? That's amazing. <laughs> I was I was working with someone in Scandinavia, and we were like ending like a call and it's like okay well you know have a good summer and i was like wait what because <laughs> she was going to be off for about six weeks and i was like oh yeah you just do that that sounds great yeah there's, do, you, there's, do you work with school children jd is that what's uh, going on there not officially no <laughs> okay no it's it's literally a summer vacation yeah. jay like a national summer vacation wow um, yeah, because the, the company I work for has some has some staff members in Sweden, and I think some of the senior guys are off for their summer vacation, and it's like their out of offices are literally like, bye, um, <laughs> 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 I shall return. <laughs> yeah, if you need anything in the next forty five days, please contact X, Y, or Z person. <laughs> Good. Well, I tell you what, I'm really glad that uh, you know Joe's been away for five seconds, and our uh, extremely <laughs> apolitical podcast has drifted into talking about wealth redistribution <laughs> and the uh, the shorter working week. So I mean, I'm I think here we should. For mo- it. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we should move on before <laughs> we get Joe uh, any more angry emails. Um, Matty, I'd like to talk a minute about um, what you've been up to in your spare time because um i keep accidentally opening my phone and loads of like weird little jingly jangly sounds keep coming out of it and i can't make them go away what is going on oh well i'm trying to uh, i'm trying to replicate uh, brian eno's peak of uh, windows 95 um yeah. 
you know that's... well every time i open my phone yeah. the jingle goes <laughs> yeah is that, is that what, i mean wow i mean you've done a great job there because it's, it's literally happening all the time it's three seconds of pure joy um that's another one ticked off this podcast when joe's not here you know we've 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 done brian eno we've just got cats <laughs> and probably running and maybe a bit of football to go and we've covered well i mean don't oh, worry it's don't worry deadline day uh, i mean Ooh. i've, I've got to be honest with you i've also got a little i've got the 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 semi-public agenda which is the stuff that you can see i've also got a little bit of a uh, secret agenda which only i can see and don't worry all of those things are covered we'll get to that later <laughs> um but uh, yeah i i decided to i've been thinking about it for ages and i did speak on, about it on a podcast maybe a couple months ago about doing an instagram which is just little ambient loops and collections of ambient sounds and, and noises that I happen to create because tis my passion. Uh, yep. And I've really, I, what I want to get into, and if anyone's up for collaborating on this, what I really want to do is repetitive, like looped one minute pieces of music. Yeah. Uh, my idea was that obviously I think a reel on Instagram can be like 60 seconds long or like the video, the maximum video length you can have is 60 seconds long. And I really like the idea of there's so much just crap and negativity on social media that you could scroll through Instagram and find a one minute video that's just uh, like a pretty landscape. And then there's just some nice music playing in the background. Um, and I haven't really you got add the... that portrait, mate, not landscape. Yeah. Hey. Um, so I haven't really figured out the, how I'm going to do the video side yet, but just sort of exploring, um, exploring the options basically i wanted it i wanted to call it one minute moods but absolutely everyone had that instagram handle uh which is a shame and then i and loads of them unused uh which is even worse placeholders what about could you um you know channel some of uh brian eno's mid-period and maybe go with like ein minute moods go with the german oh that's a great idea yeah you could have put the umlauts over the o and one or something well maybe not for the handle but like you know in the uh uh, in the uh, aesthetic yeah. in yeah. yeah 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 see if um, yeah i'd go I'd, I'd be after this podcast but before the podcast goes live have a look and see if i minute moods is there i, I will do there. actually um because right now i have an instagram handle but there's one very close to it and that person has some very strange posts um and some really weird art and i'm like hmm maybe if people start finding that instead they'll think i'm some sort of weirdo <laughs> Reverend Guitars have kicked off 2021 with their first ever S-Type guitar. In true Reverend style, this cracker of a guitar features classic looks juxtaposed with modern electrics. Introducing the Gill Paris GPS signature model from Reverend Guitars. Whilst on first glance, the pickup arrangement looks fairly standard for an S-Type. In fact, each of the single coils is a Fishman Fluid single width pickup. These can be switched with a push-pull tone control between two voicings, a vintage voice, the classic Airy 50 single coil sound, and a hot Texas voice for a hotter, punchier, more modern alternative. Check out the GPS and all of Reverend Guitar's mouth-watering models at reverendguitars.com. Well, I mean, um, instead of uh, beating around the bush, what's the what's the handle? Let people know. So my handle at the moment um, is Ambient Night, all one word, and night with a K. I mean, um, I think that's that's a great handle. That's yeah, uh, it's that, really good. That's yeah. quite cool, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Like, just uh, just don't put an S 
Oh, I was going to say, Ambient Nights, that is even, like, that's awesome. That is even better, but if you want some guy who's drawing really weird pictures of women in their underwear that's not very good, um, then follow Ambient Nights. But if you want really good ambient music, then follow Ambient Nights. What if if you combine the two and had your, um, like, Ambient Night music (laughs) playing over the drawings for Ambient Nights? I feel like this this is where it all comes together. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the the funny thing is... It won't, this won't mean anything to anyone but me and my partner who have been to this car boot sale, but there is a local car boot sale. Where <laughs> oh, guy, I mean, you know, on. I'm all about making this podcast, you know, niche interest, but I mean, come on, Matty. No, they're, and, they're, and there's a guy offering caricatures, but they are literally, they're like five pounds and they are the worst drawings you have ever seen. Amazing. They are like, there's no depth of like character to the, it's literally like a circle and then someone's just dotted a couple of eyes and then drawn a little mouth. That is basically what it's like on this other Instagram page that you should not follow. I feel like that's it's going to be profile profile photo album covers. I think I think <laughs> you need to have a USB stick with four hundred different one minute covers on it, like out like one minute tracks on it. Yeah, with this guy, maybe strong, I'm guessing guys. But that that was yeah. kind of my my idea was um yeah just to kind of lighten social media with kind of just like dispersing some just like one minute bits of peacefulness um but yeah i kind of haven't figured out how i'm going to do like the visual side of things i wanted something that was quite easy to do or whether it's just like one minute clips of nature You're doing or something. a tiktok dance yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll i mean just i think go- that works <laughs> I'm going to uh, do interpretive dancing to Brianino's nice. Apollo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's- I mean, you're always you're always going out on like nice nature walks and stuff. Like yeah. just when you get when you find yourself a nice little brook, or a uh, you know maybe a bush where there's some nice birds singing. Just like mm. just like take a one minute video of it yeah. and then use that that's, as a yeah. background. That's uh, uh, excellent. That is what I've started doing, and there I'm also go. going to wait for my cat to have a bath, and uh, you know maybe film that for a minute because everyone likes looking at cats. And listening that, uh, to ambient true. music. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, so there, that's what I've been up to. Very Mate. cool, very cool. Um, JD, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I put down in the running order here, uh, the next talking point is JD is a dork. And uh, that is down to the fact that you started to tell me about the fact that you've been upgrading some of your home studio system and I stopped caring. So <laughs> why don't you tell some other people who might actually be interested? Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Why? So, oh, well, that is, is, is literally <laughs> bullying in the workplace, Jay. <laughs> well, thankfully, nobody here gets paid. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, it wasn't wasn't I bought new preamps, did anything. Um, so, really, the most unsexy upgrade uh, I've done recently to my home studio is that I replaced the uh, CPU in my computer, which has. Don't want to say this lightly, but has actually changed my life as far as like what I can do mixing wise. Oh wow! Okay. In it, in that the CPU wasn't that old, and I got like a fairly okay one. But uh, at the time, I was just really doing like bass doubler stuff, which doesn't have loads and loads of tracks on it. But now I've been recording other people or mixing other people's stuff, and uh, one of my bands has. We have a lot more tracks because we have live drums and a few different takes of live drums here and there, and just being able to chuck in however many plugins I want without really thinking about it has really gotten me back to the days of sort of feeling like I was in a studio or had like a big console again so that I can just be like, I need another, you know, 
compressor here. I need some more um, this across any tracks or dumping in a bunch of different buses and everything. But it's it's one of those things where I, I've been having sort of lag issues and was kind of it took me a long time to troubleshoot and I didn't really expect it to be the CPU. Um, but I went for one of my biggest sessions, I went from about 80% CPU usage down to 6% with this new processor. And it's just made everything so much, so much, uh, easier and nicer and, and has made it much more of a joy to work with. So it was just one of those things like the, it's the biggest change in my, very unsexy musical world in the last couple of weeks has been has been upgrading the CPU. No, I mean that's 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 genuinely very cool, and it and it, it does uh, you know follow on from a lot of what Katana's has been talking about over the last eighteen months. You know whether it's uh, Matty and Joe and their home recording podcasts or um, this you know the, the sort of people reverting to doing home recording rather than mm. um, going to big studios just simply through necessity. Um, but I'm, I'm actually really interested to know about how, just how, you know, how are you finding it? Uh, basically, I'm an idiot, right? A complete idiot. And um, I don't really understand how just having more CPU or better CPU means that you can run more plug-in. Like, literally, I, I don't understand yeah. why it makes any difference. So, like, for for all the people out there who um, are like me but uh, aren't strong enough within themselves to admit it, and that's fine, everybody. We, we're all on our own journeys. Um, just, um, like, what, what's the deal? Like, is it, is it literally just, like, your computer slows down when you try and put that fifth um, RE201 plug-in on? Yeah, well, really what was happening for me is that I was getting... Um, it was sort of freezing and hanging and sometimes was just doing a hard shutdown. Okay. I, and so it was just basically completely shutting off and I lost everything I had done up until the last save point. Uh, so my computer would, would literally just reboot because it was, it was basically spiking. And when your CPU spikes, it doesn't have anywhere to go. Okay. And so if it happens long enough, so it would be like for me, like a lot of the resource intensive stuff was around, um, uh, having a lot of like spiky transients or having a, just a lot of effort in that a lot of my plugins are pretty light on RAM. Like most well-designed plugins don't take a lot of RAM, which is just sort of the, the in the moment memory, but, but it, it, they do need a lot of, and certain ones will, will need a lot of actual throughput from, from a CPU to be able to process a lot of what's happening. So it, it's that, processing bit that for me was the is where i ended up finding was the bottleneck and then i honestly i did, really didn't expect it to make a huge difference because theoretically it shouldn't have right but it's absolutely made a tremendous amount of difference that i've just been that, that has just been really great because i have my the studio computers maxed out on the ram that the motherboard can handle i've got terabytes upon terabytes of uh, like storage space so that's all great and i have multiple drives where all my sample libraries are set on one drive all my you know recording file i record to one drive i render to a separate drive you know it's I, I it's all really built out yeah 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 in a sense but it's it was just that one final piece that got it back up and running again which then also means that i'm i'm confident in just being able to sort of you know, use the studio as an instrument, 
you know, in a sense of what, uh, again, as opposed to just kind of being like, okay, what can I do? Treating it sort of, uh, sort of like a glorified, you know, Porta studio, like four track where it was just, okay, how, how simple can I make this? Can I bounce everything down and then just work with it that way? So now I can sort of do much more modern versions of technique and have, you know, like loads and loads of tracks and sort of bounce everything down and parallel process here and do all, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I know I've answered two questions at least. No, 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 no. It's, it's great. And, you know, it, it, it's really, it sounds as though to me, it's, it, it's not really any different to what we talk about when it comes to, mm. okay, I know buying uh, good guitar leads is boring, but just, mm. just go and do it. And I know buying a really good power supply is yeah. not as fun as buying a cool delay pedal, but just go and do it because you will appreciate it in the long run. And I guess this is basically the same thing, just kind of further down the chain. Introducing the KMA Machines Guardian of the Worm. An incredibly flexible, ultimately shapeable high gain distortion and noise gate for guitarists looking for complete control over their drive tone. Fader loaded double foot switch effects unit features three separate clipping modes so you can find the tonal foundations that are right for you. A simple, high-performance Blackma VCA-based noise gate with the option of an external trigger input for noise gate control. A highly configurable 4-band active EQ with variable center frequencies. Three distinct types of high-mid control for tone shaping. An effects loop between distortion and noise gate for signal chain flexibility. An internal control for input filter signal trigger source and noise gate response and relay-based soft switching with variable gate switching modes. This is a comprehensive distortion shaping tool for those who want complete dominance over their tone. Check out The Guardian of the Worm by KMA Machines at kma-machines.com. Yeah, I mean, it. yeah, and it, it, it feels very much like, or... or re re like buying new valves for an amp or, yeah. or or taking something in and having it having it serviced you know it's it's like it's the stuff God, that's that, so that boring i know it's such a boring way to spend a hundred quid but like yeah. I'm, so i'm i'm sit i'm sat here next to uh next to all my guitars which i've got out and i've had out you know for the for the last 18 months and i keep picking up my mustang and just saying like oh mate it really, like I, I really need to set up like I, and i'm mm. not playing it because it doesn't play as nice as uh my strat or as my p-back or like it, it just Basically, it's rubbish right now, and um, I've tried the uh, the usual the the guitar equivalent of turning it off and turning it on again, which is of course replacing the strings, and mm. it, it is it's horrible. Like I, it really needs a, a proper I, setup, um, and it's so it's such a boring thing to have to pay for. I, I did that the other day actually because I I'd, I'd got my beer baritone that earlier in the year I kind of like stripped and bought new saddles for and like gave it a good setup and i bought some tools and i followed some instructions and i was just like man it just it's a bit rubbish now like i've I've done everything (laughs) so i haven't played it for ages and i finally took it to uh uh i take my stuff now to stairway to kevin's on denmark street Oh, oh, are you serious? Oh, is that actually the name? Stuff. Yeah, it's, stuff. it's upstairs, and the guy's name is Kevin. Um, Unbelievable, fantastic, and, and uh, it's upstairs. Is it? Is it? Is it even? 
Is it even a shop, or is it just some guy's flat on Dem- that just happens to be on Denmark it's a, Street? Uh, it's yeah, it's a shop. Um, it's oh. a shop above. Um, no Tom, I think No Tom's. Music oh yeah, yeah, that's on uh, that's on Denmark Street. And uh, he was like, he remembered me from um, dropping some stuff in like a year ago for work. And he was like, oh, let me have a look at it. I can probably do it really quickly. And then it's like 20 minutes. He was like, do you, don't mind waiting. I was like, no. He's like, oh, I can see what you've done here. And then just like adjusted it and handed <laughs> it back. And I was like. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And this is why you learn how to do things properly. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that'll be 250 quid, please. Yeah, yeah, I think... Um, it was funny because a few people came in and collected guitars and again they were having really simple setups and people were sort of like i think they were like relative beginners and it just it just reminded me all the questions they were asking was all the questions we used to get when working on a uh on a shop floor so like, yeah i can't bend the string can you fix bending the string for me and was like, <laughs> uh, okay yeah um, it's, it's about like uh, so many of these kind of guitar um setup questions it's about understanding how to uh get around telling someone that their technique is bad without offending them and uh ensuring you've still got their custom at the end of the sentence and uh i I mean i'm certainly i've certainly been on the receiving end of those types of questions uh from um nice and direct texts which is uh something that i always appreciate but yeah it can be a a difficult thing to 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 navigate well worth doing though if you if you if you're neglecting an instrument uh, just go and have it set up. It is boring yeah. to spend that money, but it does make a difference. These people know what they're doing most of the time. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's, and then, it's more than worth the value you pay to be able to, you know, not have to think about the shortcomings of your instrument as you play it, as you practice, as you gig. 
you know, day in, day out. Completely. And uh, the thing is, is that probably it might even scratch that itch if you were thinking about maybe going and buying a new guitar. Um, Oh, completely, yeah. Maybe don't do that. Just don't spend a £1,000 on a new guitar. Just spend 50 quid getting one of your current guitars set up and it will feel like a new guitar. Yeah, on the on the one you love but haven't played in a year because yeah, it's not exactly. playing perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly the ones where you're like, because I've seen this come up in the group too, where people are like, I'm not sure I really want to sell it. I know I'll regret it, and it's like, but I just don't play it. And it's like, well, go get it set up. Go, yeah, go, go get it set up, or, or change, or change the pickups, or change yeah. the neck, or you know, do do something, do something wild. That's, just do something. Totally, totally, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's it, it, it is for someone like me. Uh, you, you, I, you know, I, I hate to reinforce this fact, but I am an idiot when it comes to this sort of stuff. I thought you were going to and, say sex god, but interesting. Oh, well, okay. you know, yeah. also that. But yeah. um, it is um, it, it's so easy for me just to kind of say, oh, you know, I just, I don't know how to do this stuff. And I, uh, rather than learn and be embarrassed, I'm just going to uh, uh, sell it, sell it. And th- and that's that's the end of it. And I don't have to think about it ever again. Um, but it is something that I do really need to start getting better at. I, I need to buy a soldering iron. I own my own house now. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter if I burn it down. Yeah. So yeah. I might I might just get a uh, get a soldering iron and then uh, what's the worst that can happen? I'll just I'll start saving for another house, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, we can... I think I've been doing it all wrong because I own a soldering iron but not a house. So yeah. Yeah, I, didn't, well, I didn't realize the order you're meant to do it in. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, that's exactly the problem. That that's that is the problem with the youth of today. Is uh, you know <laughs> always thinking where about I went that, wrong. that short term gain. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Naomi, um, in a more traditional guitar nerds, uh, moment of, um, financial exuberance, apparently you went out and bought something, you you went to one gig, you went to one gig, you watched one bass player play really (laughs) loud and you went, yeah, I want to do that. Tell us about that. I went, that's it. It's been a year and a half. I'm going to buy a new rig immediately. Um, so... What was that the question you asked? That was the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I got it sounded like you were asking me about uh, about having gone to a gig. Which oh is no, sorry. A, which I is just an entire like, conversation we had to, the last episode. Of course, we both yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, and you, you went. You went. And saw, that's kind of what I was. What I was insinuating is you went and saw Fontaine's, sure. and you saw that one bass player playing really loud, and you were like, "Yeah, playing loud is wicked. I yeah. want to play loud. I'm I want to go now. and sound like that." And now, yeah, there you go. That's mm-hmm. and that's what you've done. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. Um, I was in I was in a strange rigless period for a little while. The last while, I was just um, enjoying my HX stomp, recording a little bit, writing a little bit. Obviously, with with the world being without gigs, and uh, now that I'm back rehearsing, had the need to um, yeah, basically to be a, a a person with a rig again. So this time round, I've gone down the Eden route, and I bought myself a beautiful yes. Terra Nova TN five hundred two. That's their two-channel 500-watt head. And I got two 1x12EX cabs. So the EX series is like their entry-level kind of budget... Um, yeah, budget cab series. They do combos as well. Um, and then the Terra Nova is more like the flagship sort of mid-range. Um, I mean, they're all they're all pretty reason- reasonably priced. I mean, the, the 502, I think, still sits under, under the £400 mark. So for a 500-watt 4-ohm two-channel head... Um, can't really go wrong there, JD. I know you've you've been an Edenman yeah. for a very a much longer <laughs> yeah. time than I. Yeah, yeah. I've um, yeah, I'm I'm reasonably new to it, having 
played it here and there in back lines um, at gigs and stuff over the years. But that's been mostly kind of their their bigger heads. So this is um, uh, predictably compact for the for the kind of size and footprint that I like because I'm going to be once again probably doing a mix of gigs. So anywhere from punk to function to punction. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I love it. I mean, the, the Terra Nova heads are my favorite thing Eden's done in so long. Like, I just think they sound so good. I like how lightweight they are. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about them is they have rack ears built into the bottom. Of Absolutely the, uh, genius yeah, touch of just, design. Yeah, on on they, a compact head, it's like, yeah, a really nice touch. Yeah, just being able to just be like, oh, they're already rack ears as opposed to like needing to pay an extra like 40 quid for rack ears. Yeah, and the fact they just slide in in the bottom. So, mm-hmm. so good. But I, I really, I love those. I love those heads. I'm really excited you've gotten the 502. I haven't actually played the 502. I've only, I'm a, I've only played the 501. I mean, same preamp sections and such, but. Yeah, sure. Um, well, you yeah, know, when we, when we multi. meet in person in like 2023 or something, oh, gosh, you, um, so you, you must try it. Yeah be exciting yeah no this is i mean it's it's really i'm really intrigued that you went with the uh was it did you go with was it 112 size or is it uh, so tens? so i went i went for two one one by 12s um two one two individual one by 12s yes exactly cool. yeah. and the reason for that is i at first tried out a uh, the d series uh which is mm. their premium range of cabs. my homies yeah yeah well for <laughs> sure i mean they're they're just incredible cabs, but uh, they're also made of actual dark matter. I've never, <laughs> I've never in my life experienced cabs as heavy as Eden's D series. Uh, someone on my street probably has comedy gold CCTV of me somersaulting <laughs> the two by twelve that I demoed oh, into God. my flat to try because. Um, yeah, like I'm I'm not a I'm not a weak person. I'm quite tall and reasonably strong. And uh yeah, they're I mean they're two by twelve as an example is it's just not a one person lift. So it sounded incredible. Like I'm a huge fan of two by twelve as a configuration for bass anyway. Um I had an EBS two by twelve uh before I moved uh, from Ireland to the UK. I just didn't didn't really want to ship it over, but it was a wonderful cab. Uh, the D series two by twelve sounded absolutely amazing, but I'm trying to think practically. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, as I said, I've somewhat predictably gone back to a more compact route, and I'm glad I have because uh, I can swan in now, not necessarily swinging the one by twelves around above my head, but um, yeah. But maybe uh, dare to dream, mate. That's all I can say. You know, that's just, well, you've, listen, you've got my home now. That's that's your uh, that's your exercise routine for the next. I was, <laughs> you know, a few weeks. Just I was going to start swinging. Start swinging. Those, those can be my gains. Keep an eye on me and spam. <laughs> I'll keep everyone updated <laughs> yeah. as to my. as to how that particular <laughs> exercise goes. I should probably focus on the bass playing more so because um, yeah, the pandemic has me a little bit out of practice. But uh, I feel like we could do an Eden fit. Or something like that. Like, would be some sort of some sort of like community group on Insta. You know, that we could just be like, or just us lifting cabs, or absolutely, like, yeah. like old world tour heads and yeah. stuff. For the, for the discerning health conscious bass player, I'm into it. Yeah, that'd be great. Totally. I I will say I've never seen uh, so much sweat and swearing as the end of Nam like pack up one year at the Eden booth trying to watch uh, people put. <laughs> Put in one of the six tens back into a box. Oh, oh yeah, and have it all fit. And it was just at the end of Nam, at the end of everything. I was just 
some very colorful swears from all over the world as it was a team of people trying to repack uh, Stan. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the Venn diagram of how good Eden's D-series cabs sound and how heavy they are and hard mm. to lift, that Venn diagram is a circle. That is the exact same data yeah. count. You they sound so work. good. They weigh so much. You got to put in work. That's the hashtag we use yeah. uh, on, <laughs> on Eden Fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's, it's interesting though. I mean, um, one by 12 is, uh, or, or, you know, 12 inch speakers in general were mm-hmm. obviously more, consi- more generally considered to be, um, guitar amp speakers. Yes, absolutely. But, um, yeah. I, I, I remember a, a long time ago, actually, Mark, Mark Packham saying that, um, Who? he, yeah, just his guitar. <laughs> um, he, um, mm-hmm. absolutely always tried to get people to buy 12 inch speaker, uh, cabinets for their, for their bass because, um, okay. whilst it doesn't maybe always sound as good, um, mm-hmm. when you're playing by yourself, it just really kind of, when you put it in a band mix, mm-hmm. it just sounds absolutely amazing. And you just get a little bit more, a little bit more, uh, you know, um, of everything really. And uh, yeah. yeah, really, really cool. Really interesting that, that those, and yeah, seem, seem really affordable as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the EX cabs are, um, they literally have eminent speakers in them. So they have, they have the Chinese nice. made um, eminence I forget the the series name, but basically they they share eminent speakers as the D series do, and it's just a slightly cheaper version. But what you often what you often don't quite get in a lot of bass amp brands kind of entry level ranges is the characteristic sound of that brand, like what yeah. it is that mm. sets them apart. Um, and I do really appreciate that Eden kind of made the effort with their with their entry level budget cabs to um, to retain some of that characteristic, that super focused kind of melodic hi fi kind of sound. And I think it does it quite nicely. Nice, very very cool. So um, I think we will. Um, what does he normally do now? I guess he goes a little segue. I don't think he does a jingle anymore, does he? I think the last time I said do the news jingle, he was like, Jay, what do you think this is? 2014 or something. So um, instead, all I'm, yeah, exactly. That was, oh, it was good. He can do such a low voice. It is mad. Exactly. Something I like that. Just, I just yeah, yeah. I, got Jay, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to will you to stop speaking over the jingle there. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry about that, everybody. Um, Joe, you could just edit me out, I guess, or, or maybe edit yeah. JD out, and then everybody was, will just be thinking, "What are you doing, Jay?" It was, yeah, it was improv. It was improv, man. You're just, you're just chatting over it. Um, so, but before we do kick into the actual guitar stuff, um, I just want to do a little bit of uh, housekeeping on the hottest topic of the week, and that is, of course, the Guitar Nerds Fantasy Football League update. Um, so, to absolutely nobody's surprise, I'm top of the league, um, <laughs> flanked by uh, <laughs> flanked by uh, Joe Brown, aka Schmeichel Schmaxon, which is a great name, uh, on one side, and Jake Gray, aka Shell Pink United, and uh, you know, I think. We know which, uh, it's good to know that Jake is uh, aware of which side his bread is buttered. Um, so some great names there. Um, if you do want to join in the league, but you're worried that um, it's too late to join because you don't stand a chance of winning because it's the third week, or well, don't worry about it because you wouldn't have won anyway because I'm going to win. Um, but you can join and it's fun. And uh, Jeff Narona, a friend of the podcast, is on there. And I just love for him to finish last. Uh, so the further down the... <laughs> um, the rankings he finishes, the better. So uh, I don't know what the link is. Go on to the Guitar Nerds Facebook page. 
I'm sure you know where that is. Okay, so one final thing. Um, I just want to quickly shout out. I realise we're halfway through the podcast now, but I just want to quickly shout out what we're going to be talking about in the Patreon later uh, because I think it's quite fun. Um, so I follow this really, and I mean, I'm not sure that anybody actually agreed to this yet. So fingers crossed you're all all right with it. Um, I follow this really wicked, um, account on Instagram called the band was here. And, uh, basically it's this fella called Steve who goes around the U S finding places where iconic, uh, rock and roll photos were taken. And then he takes a photo from the perspective of the original photographer whilst holding the photograph like in front of the camera and then he takes another photo without the photo there so that you just see what the place looks like in situ you know 20 30 50 years later or sometimes a lot less than that there was a really cool one of amy winehouse um from about uh, a decade ago recently and i love all of the posts i think they're all really cool and um what i thought would be really nice to do is just talk about kind of our iconic places in rock and roll like is there a wicked venue that you've never been to that you've always dreamed of going to or is there a iconic restaurant that you saw frank sinatra eating in i don't know something like that we'll just talk about that like cool cool places in rock and roll that you want to go to um I hope you're you guys are all alright with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And cool. uh, yeah, I really want to check out that Instagram. I've not actually seen it. Oh, it's, but, um, it's dead cool. It's really, yeah, yeah. really, really cool. There's some absolutely some of the things that, that he finds are absolutely banging. So um, yeah, definitely check that out. But anyway, let's crack on with um, the news. So um, first of all, um, big. Big news in the world of guitar nerds because um, so Joe, despite the fact that he's you know off on his holidays for the fifteenth week running or whatever it is, sunning himself in um, beautiful angering, uh, he did say like please try and mention these uh, harmony these new harmony amps. Now, obviously, being the uh, little snake that I am, I did think about not doing it, but I just more ass on this work. So let's talk about the new Harmony 6 series amplifiers. So Harmony um, have released three new amps in this six series amp uh, series, um, the H650, the H620, and the H605. Um, I think you can probably gather from the names uh how powerful each of the amps are six um seem to be like really really full featured um there's they've all got power attenuation power attenuation and silent recording um seem really cool i don't yeah, know if anybody I, else um, look at these. i thought their launch video was fantastic uh a really nice range of different musicians um and really surprisingly yvette young who's not someone i would have necessarily associated with this kind of style of amp i guess um but she did a really uh wonderful series of videos on it um and for me that ticks all the boxes. The the H650, uh, which is the 50-watt uh, all-tube combo, um, I just think it's wicked. So you've got... Of course he likes course. the loud one. Of course well, he likes the loud thing one. Is, Honestly. Go for the loudest Honestly. one. You have got attenuation on there. You know, big. You know, you want the big headroom. Although the attenuation is 50 watts, 1 watt, 0.1 of a watt, 0 watt uh, for silent recording. You've yeah. got uh, two speaker outputs, and the line out, which is really good, with an effects loop. Um, yeah, 50 watts, loads of clean headroom. But you also have onboard um, reverb and trem and a foot switchable gain boost. Yeah. Uh, I just think these are great. 
I mean, one, the looks. Very 1950s. Very, very cool. Very retro. Uh, I think the choice of Tolex and grill cloth is fantastic. And the back panel looks like an old retro TV, which I think is really cool. Uh, but yeah, I think for me, for someone who uses a lot of pedals, wants something nice and clean, wants a bit of retro vibe, I think these are ideal. Uh, simple controls, sound yeah. really good. And reasonably priced. I think the 50 is $999. Yeah. Also, the Jensen speakers that they have in those, like I was, those, the same ones they use are ones that I was looking at. Um, so I was going to do a rebuild of, um, I have an old Silvertone that also has a similar Jensen speaker. And they're all, they're all modern equivalent of period correct like 50 speakers. Oh, and, nice. I was going to ask about that yeah. because those, like the Tornado Stealth and the Falcon, which are the, the speakers that are in the uh, 50 and the 20, I'm not familiar with at all. So uh, maybe that, you know, is, yeah, tell me more, JD, if you, if you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, they're just ones that, it, that seem to be, uh, when I was specking them out to try to get as close to original specs, I just really wanted a new speaker because the, the Silvertone I have is 64. 465 maybe so it was and it's still original speaker which is which is handling itself fine but it also feels like well that's 50 year old paper that at some stage (laughs) is going to stop being uh decent so uh so i was just looking at and jensen still makes a lot a lot of the stuff the speakers i which uh, these versions that they are 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 basically made to that period specification but with modern standards so that they uh frequency response measurements and everything seem to be uh accurate for what you would you would have gotten um back then when everything was still you know meant to be like hi-fi radio spec so yeah so should be should be great and that's it's just really cool to see them because i was like oh i've was just looking at some of these not too long ago and pricing them out and that's a considerable chunk of the price of the amp it's just those Jensen speakers. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's also one of the things I find really interesting about this. I, I think it might only be on. No, it is on the twenty as well, uh, and on the and on the five. Really interesting the way that, um, as you said, Matty, it's all kind of on board. Um, the the effects are already are all on board. So boost trim. Uh, effects, switchable effects loop, and also reverb, and they're all um, as you know, as opposed to some amps where you pick and choose which one or whatever. They, these come with two uh, two button foot switches, which plug into two separate inputs at the back. Um, so uh, you can do mm. one of them will do tremolo and boost, and the other will do reverb and the effects loop. So if you only want to control. Uh, yeah. you know the reverb and the effects loop then you can you can just plug the one in which is which is really interesting also I don't know if you guys clocked this but the um I, I tell you what I'm absolutely jonesing to turn the knob on the the attenuation knob because yeah. it looks like you will get an almighty clunk yeah. out yeah that. and it I think well one thing uh, I mean it's actually a, yeah. you pointing out the different speakers Joe I didn't realise that yeah the 20 has the Falcon and the 50 has the Tornado Stealth the st- mm-hmm. Tornado Stealth I think is just a slightly higher powered speaker slightly different mid-range and a smoother high um the the falcon is um a bit softer but also they're saying is better for medium to low output power stages to make 
big uh, small amps sound bigger but i think what's really nice is that they didn't go for a 10 inch speaker in the 20 i always just think they're just a bit i don't know they just yeah. never give you the the oomph that i want so i think it's nice they've put a 12 in there but yeah both speakers sound really good uh and look considerably different as well um and then you start falling down the speaker rabbit hole going oh i like these vintage al nico jensen's with this cool like bit yeah. on the end i don't know what the bit does but i want it <laughs> oh the, yeah, the yeah, big, yeah. that big metal thing on the back so so what that does on at least in my silver tone is it, it actually abuts the back of the cabinet so it makes the entire oh. cabinet like resonate so it's Ooh. basically like it's like built into the speaker so it's it's basically yeah it's it's a it's a way to just sort of like play with the the natural frequency of the the enclosure so that it like over it can overemphasize something so yeah like that's so it's it's if i were to take the back off it sounds com- as most open or close back cabinets would but if you take the back off it's oh. it's considerably like noticeable all right on, in on like 1950 tone. why why Very bother cool. why bother has anyone bothered since yeah. yeah 50 years ago they got it right the first time all the designs and that don't change it well, and that brings us really nicely onto our next uh, topic, which is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for that, Matty. Uh, moving on to the uh, another big piece of news for this week: um, Fractal Audio, uh, another classic fifties amp company, um, bringing their new classic fifties amp combo to the market. Uh, so, the FM Nine is uh, the uh, second in the kind of new generation of. Uh, Axe effects type uh, products. So Fractal uh, obviously made a big name for themselves in the kind of, I, I don't really know when Fractal got big, I guess the mid 2000s, um, early to mid 2000s with the Axe effects. Um, and uh, that kind of was the gateway. I mean, that, that this is my feeling on it. Perhaps you guys can butt in if you feel otherwise, but Axe effects kind of was the precursor to um like the modern guitar world accepting the idea of digital modeling um, because the algorithms were super high quality. Uh, lots of metal bands um, jumped on board with um, Axe Effects pretty early. Uh, bands like Meshuggah using them, playing um, silent stages for, you know, a lot longer ago than, than most people. Mm. And um, I feel like after Helix and after the Hairbrush uh, came out, it kind, it kind of felt a little bit like Axe Effects drifted away a little bit and then so the fm3 came out uh a little while ago and uh the new fm9 is an expanded version of that uh interesting to see whether um fractal can kind of you know bring back the uh bring back their name considering they yeah, they were I, think, I mean as far as i'm concerned one of the big names when i think it came to, we, uh, funny digital, enough was talking about this modeling. in the office today um i think the difficulty that a lot of people had with fractal for very for a very long time was the fact that they only sold direct so you when when axfx was big and then axfx2 and then axfx3 you could never buy it in a shop you could only buy it from fractal so you yeah. had to rely on 
Yeah, I think it's worth. I, I do think it's worth pointing out the fact that we are extremely biased in this because we had an awful lot of skin in the game because people were constantly coming in and speaking to us at GAC saying, "I want to try Axe Effects, please," and we would say, "Unfortunately, they only sell direct." And then people would get upset yeah. at us because they travelled a really long way to try the Axe Effects, which we 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 had never stocked. So you know, I think maybe, you and I, in particular, maybe. Matty, have got maybe a but, little bit more. But of I a, think the thing is, oh, yeah, so this a lot is of a real pain, pros started you know. using them in racks, like you say, for like silent stages. And then I guess that switched to Kemper. And then mm-hmm. and then it kind of, you know, and then some people started, like you say, drifting yeah, into yeah, Helix. Yeah. And now it's obviously things like, they, then people got really ingrained in using neural DSP. And obviously they bring out the quad cortex. So when the FM3 came out, it was like, this is cool, but uh-huh. is it a little too late? And we haven't seen that many people use it because it's only three buttons. And they were like, well, you can expand it and you could plug it into your Axe FX rack and do this stuff. And people were like, yeah, but I don't really want, I just want like an all-in-one unit. And I think the release of the Quad Cortex, which is like yeah. £1,900, and it's been like insanely popular. It's just proven that people do want this real high-end modeler um, because they want to use it at home as an audio interface. They want to take those same sounds and plug them into the rehearsal, and then they want to use them in front of, uh, you know, 10,000 people at Reading, as you saw Rabia do opening Stormzy's set was just his guitar plugged into a quad cortex straight into that massive PA. Um, So I I think I'm pretty confident with this unit. I think it looks good. It's got all the features that people want, like the scribble scripts on top of the buttons, different colours, you know, so they can set it out exactly how they want it for a gig. And I guess for people that have been using Axe FX for a very long time, it's nice to take that away from the rack and to the floor i guess um but yeah i think to me it feels like they've added a, a a bunch of extra stuff on the back loads of inputs and outputs loads loads and loads of oh i know just to, route you know, just route your own output back, back into the input and just let it play itself um yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Go make a but cup yeah, of tea. I think Have a sit the down, thing is now, it. all of these sound really, really good. It's just coming down to like how they feel and whether you like the particular amp sounds or amp blocks that are in them. But no doubt this will be a very, very good unit. Yeah. It seems reasonably priced as well. I mean, uh, the I've only seen the dollar price, but like 1600 bucks, uh, you know, for a, the, the Axe FX stuff was never cheap. And uh, this seems as though it, it has been priced. Uh, you know, they're not just sort of resting on their brand loyalty. It seems like they're Absolutely. going in quite aggressive and um, looks cool. Looks cool. I like, I don't know if you've seen on the... Uh, marketing image that they've put out um the top the scribble strip scribble strips across oh, the top three banks that. That say good. reserve yours now which i think is uh really <laughs> nice really cheesy yeah. but sure. like quite funny um well yeah with the exclamation point reserve yours today exclamation oh uh, yeah of course uh, well classic. i mean what that shows you is that you can use like non-standard characters i mean frankly it's uh, some absolutely astonishing bit of uh bit of like covert marketing there i'm looking forward to making a patch that is uh hash hash dollar sign dollar sign 69 you know i think that'll be that's that's basically the only reason i'm gonna get one i mean that was great i was just gonna think like fuzz and then like fuzz exclamation point so i knew which one was like my oh that's true that's true but but yours yeah it's a much better use of i'm sure this is i'm sure this is in the marketing uh like bylaws as well. I mean, you, the, yeah. you can hear Matt's not saying anything. Oh, he's, so, he's, so he's, writing this, he's writing this all down. It's all gold. It's all gold. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, no. No feedback, mate. No feedback. Silence. Yeah. What if you, what if you had Wazacraft with an exclamation point at the end? <laughs> um, okay. So what about? Let's talk about some guitar pedals. I mean, I don't think we're going to talk about any guitars today. But um, big news of the day. Uh, big news of the week. Well, big news of last week because it was announced after the podcast went out. Um, Strymon, Strymon have released. A phaser. How about that? Um, yeah. Is this the first How about phaser that? that the one done? thing you, you're like, the f- surely Strymon have done right? it all by now, but mm. lo and behold, they were like, oh, wait, sorry. Phaser. Oh, phaser, of course. Oh. Phaser. Oh, that's what people, that's what people want. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh, Strymon, for people who haven't seen it, obviously the most important thing is this purple, which is cool. Oh, yeah. yeah it's really, a lovely purple. Really cool purple. Really cool purple. Yeah. And with those off-white knobs, I think that is a mm. absolutely uh, classic bit of um, bit of colour design going on there. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Zelzar, which also I would just, <laughs> that's actually the first time I've said it out loud. And I tell you what, I, I enjoyed it so much. I'm going to say it again. The Zelzar. Um, that's how it has to be said from oh, now on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, this looks really cool. So you've got um, all the kind of bells and whistles that you would want from um, a uh, phaser from Strymon. So you've got um, the uh, you've got two sides. One side is a four-stage phaser. The other side is a six-stage phaser. Um, as with all of their pedals, you've got uh, three different options, uh, three different tonal options on each side speed and depth of course uh plus a couple of other yeah, features I, I'm hidden in, there um looks really cool Sorry, Naomi, go yeah i think no that was that was really quite concise i mean i, I, I i'm into um, every i'm into every guitar yeah. pedal so you know <laughs> it's an easy thing for me to say <laughs> Yeah. Oh, love it. Into yeah. it. <laughs> Sorry I interrupted, but also it was so beautifully to the point. I um yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um no all, all sorry, all I was gonna say was um Strymon, I think, have hit the nail on the head once again with super clever connectivity. Um I really, really like the split in this and also that the sixth stage is not only phaser, but you can also get uh flanger or chorus as well. Um yeah, really clever IO at the back. Uh you can also you can MIDI yeah. control and access up to 300 presets which I'll be honest I it's too many, I did frankly. I didn't know that many presets were possible for this type of effect but um Here's an Strymon, interesting I feel, fact I feel like I learned Darth something Punk's new every discovery time album about, um, every track has a different phaser on it pedal. How about that so you know that's 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 that that's well, twelve presets right there. Yeah. Now, Take it just back, make me. Take it back. I, that's ten other albums that length, you know. And uh, and there that's you gonna go. Be the, that's <laughs> twenty-four <laughs> presets. You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least we've at least we've nine other Daft Punk albums to look forward to now. Hopefully, with the release with the release of this pedal. No, I think it's I think it's awesome. I think Strymon once again uh, will will provide absolutely uh, or are are delivering absolutely studio quality. Um, I, th- I think when you were talking about the connectivity, did I sound, read um, or watch on this? I can't remember. Maybe you can back this up. But mm. that you can split the two sides into separate. So that out, one out can be one face and one out can be the other. Maybe I made that up. That's No, that's what I thought I read as well, because there's a split mm. mode. There's also parallel and also series. 
So I oh, what I what nice. I read yeah what I read that as was you can have your out yeah. left and out right. Mm. Uh, granted, I could be wrong, but that was how I read that was in yeah. Split that you will have them separate, which is what makes me instantly really interested in it. Mm. Um, I tell you the other thing about this that uh, caught my eye that doesn't seem to uh, probably have any concern to anybody else whatsoever in the world, but um, this is the second. Uh, Strymon pedal after the, well first pedal but after the Conduit which was their MIDI hub that they launched I don't know a few months ago um, those two oh, pedals Jay. both uh, I was swapped say. the traditional micro USB for USB-C output I noticed yeah. that yeah yeah. So, we're, li- we're living in the USB-C generation now yeah so um, I wonder if that will be the beginning of the end for micro USB very very interesting um yeah, I mean, if if Strym if Strymon brings about the end of micro <laughs> USB, then well, I mean, we you know, for, truly for, conquered the world for guitar, pe- <laughs> for guitar pedals. I A guess you know, point. I don't think I don't think um, micro USB uh, org or whatever the uh, you know the the Fortune 500 company is that owns micro USB. I don't think they are quaking in their boots over the um, the big uh, drop in valuation. I assume that's how it all works. Um, you know, I do. I did say I had an economics degree, but it was a long time ago. So, you know, stuff's changed. Um, so that is that. Um, do we have time for one more piece of news? I guess we've probably got time for one more piece of news. Let's just touch on this real quick. Um, our friends at Old Blood Noise um, have uh, realised that, um, you know, it's it's August, which is another month in the year, and therefore they need to release another pedal because it's been about uh, 45 minutes since the last one came out. Um, so out comes the uh, Sunlight Dynamic Reverb. Um, Matty, you said that you uh, had had a little bit of a chance to have a look at this. I have. Uh, their videos are fantastic. Uh, Dan, Dan explains it all. Um, Dan the man. Dan the man. Uh, Absolute legend. Yeah. So I uh, I watched their video on it, and I need to watch it again because with all the old blood noise pedals, they do a lot of things, and they can be not complicated, but they can make lots of complex sounds because of the way that they build their algorithms. And this, I think, is amazing because this is a reverb, um, which, you know, you go, well, that's not new. But the fact that it's dynamic in the fact that you can set an input sensitivity, Mm. play a note, and it will freeze. And then depending on how you've set the uh, input sensitivity, you can play another note, which will freeze that one and slowly trail away the other one so you can do multiple kind of like frozen layers all with like input dynamics uh which i think is amazing and then you can add on top of that uh you can add a series of other effects so you've got uh tape comb and pass uh, via a mini toggle switch and you can apply wobble vibrato stacked resonant delays or random step filtering and i love a step filter uh to each one of those three reverbs so again just you know rocking my world for the new uh, for the new matt knight instagram this is this is the they basically just made the, i might as well just have this pedal and just use this for all the one minute one minute soundscapes it sounds amazing i, I minute i minute you could you could change 
Yes, Sun Oh, nice. Knight. Maybe, yeah, maybe they'll make nice. me a signature. Maybe yeah. that'll be a conflict of interest. Matty, I do think, you know, I hate to, I hate to, you know, bring it down to the, the absolute basics of society here, but you have neglected to mention the most important part of this pedal. Is it the artwork, Jay? Uh, it's nine, pink. Nine it's the artwork is pink. <laughs> pink. It's another pink pedal to add to the uh, ever-growing arsenal of um, guitar pedals that are pink. And um, I, I did check, um, and the guitar notes royalties haven't come through yet. Which obviously, <laughs> I'm sure it's a mistake because. Yeah. We we own the pink color, so I'm I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. So no worries, no worries, Dan. And like, you, you, you take your time, mate. It's all good. It's all good. We we trust you. We trust you. <laughs> I mean, the other thing is like the the color choice for the knobs, and that they're that sort of muted, like an old SSL mm. desk, like blue is just such. It's just such a nice offset as well. I think it's very very cool. Very like non-neon 80s yeah yeah yeah. the whole thing is a very nice package altogether and i look forward to uh seeing matty jamming out some uh iron minute soundscapes or whatever it was one one minute mood or uh i'll i'll Mm. put it in to uh in translate and see what that comes out as yeah, see, see, see what it comes out as. <laughs> and just do yeah, it like yeah, four yeah, or five yeah, times. Yeah. So <laughs> into German, really into Spanish, into Korean, yeah. and then yeah. back into yeah, uh, English in. again. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, I, once again, I've got no idea how this podcast finishes because uh, Joe has got his script and he doesn't share that with everybody, anybody else. He keeps it locked away in the Guitar Nerd safe. Um, uh, mm. I mean, Jay, Jay, what I always say is that Art is never finished. Oh, you just stop is... doing it. And so I think that's where I we're going to be today. I think that's a great idea. So, um, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> He's been your host. We've been the Guitar Nerds. Oh, joking, Farewell. Adam, on at the end. Go, go and listen to... <laughs> Go and listen to our video. I literally, I literally had to do it for Jay. Joe's not going to do it for me. Uh, go, just, just no. Put it down and listen to Iron Minute Stummung, <laughs> or an Irish Gilmer No Major Wine. What is that? I really think that has the best ring to it, honestly. Uh, what, that's what? it. I, I looked it up in Irish. Oh, okay. Yeah, really, really rolls off the that's another
Bianco, Ben Harder, Joseph D, Jordan Brown, Holly Simpson, Eric Vaughn, John Conway, Studio Rats, Russell Eating, Yogi the Guitarist, Ty Allen, Cloud Lifter, Top Simons, Kyle Harris, Joe Hopper, Sean Hughes, Brian Hansen, Eric Hammer, Jeffrey Wax, Shane M, Brian Einsler, Jonathan Hopper, Gavin Bandelinda, Marcus Alcadoaki, Robert Patua, Samuel Frost, Drew Watson, Christian Lund Hansen, Keith Adams, Eric Fowle, Dallas Henry, Scott Hunting, Jack Cutmore, Andy Manley, Simon Milborn, Ken Sayers, Sean Arlo, Joe Puddick, The Tomar Pumpers, which is Blake Wild, and Dave Lee, Dave Dagle, Ross Edwards, Scott Anglin, Aaron Sherman, James Paul, Ryan McDonough, Jake Gray, Derek Rich, Scott Kennedy, Steve Merkel, Dave Matthews, Christopher Lossett, Stephen Burke, Robin Smith, Kytopia, The Band, J.D. Short, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Paul Culligan, Rob Norwick, Scott O'Brien, and who grabbed it? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.